1989, Donald Trump, who was then an unknown real estate developer in the state of New York, put out a full-page ad calling for New York State to readopt the dead the death penalty. This in in response to the rape of a white woman in Central Park in that same year. And of course, the five black and Latino teenagers who were accused and eventually wrongly convicted of the attack. Donald Trump called for the death for at that time Governor Cuomo to bring back the death penalty and to use that said death penalty on the five teenagers who were accused. They weren't convicted. They were accused of the crime. For uh, The funny thing is now, considering now that Donald Trump is on the other side of the legal coin, he's no longer judge, jury, and executioner in this case. He's being judged today. Trump is, of course was uh, arraigned on 34 felony counts involving his hush money payment to porn star Stormy Daniels in 2016. This case had been investigated for more than seven years or more. And finally, the uh, DA Alvin Bragg finally presented the case to a grand jury who returned the 34-count indictment against the former president of the United States, charges that could get him locked up for the next 36 calendar years if he's convicted. Now, the funny thing is, like I said, 1989, he put out a full-page ad demanding that the governor of New York put enforce the death penalty and put these five teenagers as that example. One of the five... Uh, exonerated teenagers, uh, Youssef Salam, who is now a candidate for New York City Council, tweeted the day that he was arraigned. He said, basically, on the day he was arrested and arraigned, here's my ad in response. Now, he described, of course, the situation involving him and the other four members of the Central Park Five, Raymond Santana, Antoine McRae, Corey Wise, Kevin, and Kevin Richardson, who were basically beaten and forced to confess to a crime that they didn't commit. They were all given sentences ranging from 7 to 15 years in prison. In 2002, the, the five men were exonerated when a formerly convicted a sex offender who was currently serving time in the penitentiary for a murder admitted to the crime and his DNA matched it. Even despite that, Donald Trump has yet to apologize or to show any remorse for the actions that he took back in 1989. And now those actions are biting him in the butt today, 34 years later. Now, Here's the funny thing. When they asked uh, Salam about the indictment and the news of his potential arrest, Salam called it karma. How true. Now, he did decide in response to Trump's ad to him in 1989, Salam decided to post a full-page ad of his own. And this is what he said. And I'm going to read it verbatim. 
and I quote, Here is my message to you, Mr. Trump. In response to the multiple federal and state criminal investigations that you are facing, you responded by warning of potential death and destruction and by posting a photograph of you with a baseball bat next to, to a photo of Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg. These actions, just like your actions leading up to the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, are an attack on our safety. Now that you have been indicted and are facing criminal charges, I do not resort to hatred, bias, or racism as you once did. Even though 34 years ago you effectively called for my death and the death of my of four other innocent tr children, I wish you no harm. He also said that I am putting he is putting his faith in the justice system to get the truth of this case, and he hopes that Trump get what the five men, the him and his four other cohorts did not get: the presumption of innocence and a fair trial. And if the charges are proven and you are found guilty, I hope that you endure whatever penalties are imposed with the same strength and dignity that the exonerated five shown as we served our punishment for a crime we did not commit. End quote. Now, he could have easily have laughed at Trump. He could have easily made a joke of Trump because that's basically what Trump did to them. Trump didn't back down then. He's not backing down today. And today we look at a now 76-year-old billionaire now having to deal with the criminal justice system. A system that he thwarted by every and flaunted for years. Let's just call it like it is. You know... We know, he knows very well, Yusef Salam and all the rest of the, of the Central Park Five know, just like every other black and brown person should know, that there are two criminal justice systems. There's one for rich, affluent white folks, and then there's one for everybody else. Basically, the criminal justice system, if you want to call it a justice system, says that if you've got the money, honey, you could be guilty of sin and get off. But if you're poor and broke or black or brown, you might as well plead guilty because there's no justice for you. Sorry. You gets no justice. All you get is a jail cell. And the thing is, and I mean, let's just face the facts. In 76 years of life, Donald Trump's really never had a hard day in his life. Everything that he's had has been given to him on a silver platter. Everything from his money to his wealth to his wives and everything else has been handed to him. But what this case does prove that is nobody, and I do mean nobody, is above the law. And that includes Donald John Trump. So big shout out to Alvin Bragg and the district attorney's office and all the people with the state district attorney's office for showing some balls and putting this criminal where he belongs. Now I know there have been a whole lot of rumor going around. Oh, that people were upset. And, oh, people were upset. Oh Lord. Uh, Rhonda Satan among them saying this is a miscarriage of justice and this is the end of the American way.
Shut up. Shut up, please. People go to jail all the time in the United States of America. The United States is one of the biggest, largest industrialized nations that has more prisons than any other country in the industrialized world. At the rec at the point where I'm making this post, there are over 2.4 million people in America that are currently in a jail cell. There are millions more that are currently on parole or probation in this country. People go to jail all the time. People get released from jail all the time. People go to court all the time. Let's think about it. The three killers of, of rapper Extension found out that they're going to spend the rest of their lives in a Florida prison. That's one place you don't necessarily want to be, but they brought it on themselves. People get arrested every day. People go to jail every day. People get traffic tickets every day. So don't whine to me. So like, cry me a river, Rhonda Satan. Cry me a river, uh, Republican Party. Only reason why you whining all like 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 little poo babies is because for so long, many of you have flaunted the justice system to work for you. You have done everything within your power to avoid facing the music. This is an example that it finally catches up to you. And when it does, guess what's going to happen? The dominoes are going to start falling. Because believe me, if Trump can be can be indicted, so can Rudy Giuliani. If Donald Trump can get indicted, so can Clarence Thomas with his sellout ass. So can uh, Ivanka Trump and Donald Trump Jr. I mean, I can't say Barron. Barron's not old enough to do anything, do anything stupid. Hopefully he ain't learned any horrible lessons from his parents or his grandparents. But this was the day that so many, not just the Central Park Five, but so many of us have been waiting for. The walls are coming down and things are being exposed. All the stuff that happened on January 6th is a result of it. He's going to answer for that. I promise you. If he's answering for Stormy Daniels, he's going to answer for January 6th. I guarantee it. He's going to answer for it. And so will everybody else that knew something about it and didn't say anything. Those who knew, had foreknowledge of what possibly was going to take place. That means if, if Donald Trump's not safe for prosecution, guess what? That means Michael Pence ain't safe. That means the Thomases aren't safe. Hell, that means the Clintons ain't safe either. Everybody involved ain't safe. But these rich, affluent white folks and the rich affluent black folks that that cater to them, they got to understand that justice is not, even though it may be blind, it's not too late. There will be a payday someday. And if not in this life, in the life to come. Okay? So, I don't feel any sympathy for Donald John Trump. I Because I, he had no sympathy for anybody else. This is the perfect example of Psalm chapter 69. I think is the, the chapter that it says. 
But it basically said he never pronounced a blessing, so let it be far from him. He loved to pronounce a curse on folks. He he drank curses as if he was drinking wine and eating violence. So let the let the curses continue to fall on him. Cursing was his whole life. All them times you talked down about uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. But again, we have a teachable moment here. And a very teachable moment. And this is not no disrespect to Trump. But I knew this was going to come. Because this proves to me that the justice system actually works. It may take time for it to work, but it works if you work it. But here's the point that I'm trying to make. You can unrepentantly do wrong for so long and get away with it, but eventually if you keep doing it and you keep doing it and you keep doing it, eventually it's going to catch up to you in some form or fashion. That's why it's best to be repentant and humble. Yeah, two things that the Republican Party is not. But, you know, five young men, I think about those five young men and the hell they had to go through in the criminal justice system that was already stacked against them from the very beginning. They, it was already a stacked deck, literally. The court of public opinion have already pronounced them guilty before they even stepped foot in a court. Uh... The the district attorneys and all the other ones showed no mercy to these young men. Neither did the police investigators. So like I said, all these little crybabies and all the crybabies um, that are supporting Trump, you can cry me a river. Literally. You can literally cry me a river. You know what I'm saying? Because here's where the facts are. Everybody knew what Donald Trump did. Everybody knew what Michael Cohen did. Everybody knew what all the other ones that were involved, all the hands that were in that pot did. Everybody knew it. It was not even a, 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 a mystery what was going on. Because they knew that she was going to talk. They knew that she was going to blow everything up. And that would be one hell of a, of a setup for a president. Being uh, known as a womanizer. Well, we already knew Trump was a womanizer. We knew that. That was not even a mystery. That was not even a mystery. Everybody knew Trump was a womanizer. That was not even a mystery. That was, he put that out on Front Street for the world to see. His wife, all his wives were token wives. Okay, let's just face it. But when you got money, and when you got influence, and when you got a name, and Trump is a name that attracts, let's just be, let's just, uh, let's just call a spade a spade. You know, it's, we got to respect the devil as it is. Trump's name attracts. It attracts money. It attracts influence. It attracts, uh, uh, um, audience 
And we saw that in 2015, 2016. The millions that were willing to go out there and vote for him, the people that were willing to storm the Capitol on January 6th, the people that were in Charlottesville, Virginia, all those, all them people were under the, whether, whether Donald Trump admitted it or not, didn't matter, doesn't matter. Truth be told, everything that happened in 2015, 2016, 2017 with the Charlottesville thing, what happened in 2022 in Buffalo, New York, all those things, what happened at the Capitol in 2021, all that was a direct result of Donald Trump's influence. What happened to Ahmaud Arbery was a direct result of Trump's influence. What happened to George Floyd was a direct result of of Trump's influence. The blackballing of Colin Kaepernick was directly or indirectly part of Trump's influence in this country. So, in that point, in that case, no, I don't feel sorry for Donald Trump. I don't. I don't have no reason to feel sorry for Trump. As a black person in America, I have no reason to feel any sympathy. I can empathize with Trump, but I can't sympathize with him because he showed no sympathy to the rest of us. So we're going to have to play the game and let the, tr- let the trial run its course because I can pretty sure you he already pled not guilty. So we're already going to see a trial and that's not going to happen until next year in 2024. Meanwhile, Trump's uh, run for presidency has gone untouched. You know, and right now he's the leader, leader of the re- leading candidate in the Republican Party, even though he's got some opposition. He's got the, San- the Satan running against him. He's got Nikki Haley running against him. These were all people that da- were down with Trump. And the truth be told, none of these three clowns need to be in the White House, period. Not not Trump, Haley, or or the Satan. You know what I'm saying? And I just, you know, pray to God that, you know, people will get some sense in their head and, and, and start um, voting and go out there and get registered to vote and, and do your research on your candidates and things of that nature. And, I mean, let's just, you know, you know, but that's another subject for another time. But back to the teachable moment. Trump is learning the hard way, and he had it took him 76 years to figure it out. But he's gonna learn that nobody, and I mean nobody, is above the law. Nobody can run you can run and run for so long, and eventually it'll catch up to you. If you don't face it, it will face you. But I already know that there's going to be people that will stand by Trump no matter what. He could he could openly kill somebody in the middle of times where people will still be stupid enough to stand with him. You know, that's the that's like I said, Trump, the name Trump brings influence. You know, it, I mean, for all for good, bad or whatever, it brings influence. But that's the truth. But this is what I will say as I close it out. And I'm not, I didn't want to take too much time, but I want to just say it this here way. Because the trial 
if there is one, won't be started until January of next year. A whole lot of things can happen between now and then. We've got eight months to play with. A lot of things can happen in eight months. But my only hope is that America work, wakes up and comes together and gets itself together. My hope is also that my people can learn from the experience of Yusef Salam and all the other ones and understand that the criminal justice system is not designed for us. Because there is no justice for us, ever. Just injustice. This is just one example. Let's remember, New York had its own share of police brutality and other things. You know, Yusef Hawkins, Amadou Diallo, Sean Bell, Eric Garner. That's just a few names. There's plenty more of them. But the point that I need us to get is we got to get it together as a people, as a unit, as a voting block. There are at least 28 million registered voters that are African-American that are eligible to vote. In the last election, I think less than half of that number actually went to vote. And now you got people like the Satan and, 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 and uh, other governors like Kay Ivey and uh, Gary Youngkin and Greg Abbott that are trying to make it harder and harder for us to vote. Your vote's important. But it's also important on who you vote for, too. It ain't just a matter of putting a body in a seat. Let's get off that mentality. Let's get away from that mentality. And let me just say it this way. Putting a black ass in a seat ain't going to help it either. We've already seen that doesn't work. You need to know who these people are, what they stand for, what they believe in, and vote accordingly. Don't just put them in there because they can talk good. Quit voting ignorantly. Vote with some wisdom. Vote with some knowledge. Vote with some understanding. But that's a whole nother subject again for another time. But my prayers go out to the exonerated fire that they will can move on from this horrifying experience that many of them, and they all have actually, that they can somehow look over Trump and his stupidity and be strong as the, the strong young black and brown men that they are. Because obviously Trump does not intend to apologize for what he said or what he done. And don't expect an apology. But as far as Trump is concerned, I just hope that he will have a change of heart some kind of way. And that he will try to clean up the messes he done made his entire life. And then we just let the, the, the law run its course. And let's just see what happens. Will Trump be the first president in, in American history to serve jail time? Only God knows. Only time will tell. But let's just hope Donald Trump gets a change of heart before then. Anyway, follow me on Instagram and Twitter on whoisrugrat.tv on my YouTube channel. Don't forget to like and subscribe. 
smash that like button, please. But anyway, y'all have a good week. It's a beautiful new week. Um, I've been blessed. I can't complain at all. Anyway, y'all have a good one. I'm out. Big Mel. Who is Rugrat?